Krakatawa. Haven't said that one in a while. Krakatawa, baby. The boys are back. Episode 58. Shed some light on a Friday. We made it to Friday. How you doing today, Jack? I'm doing great, B. I'm doing great. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's been it's been a pretty wild week, but hey, it's Friday. ETSU's got a game tomorrow. I'm Let's pumped go. up, baby. Let's go. Pumped up. Okay. Okay. Um, I I'm I'm putting this disclaimer out here. This has been probably like the worst week that I've had in a very long time. That's why, that's why you need a GTLF right now. <laughs> exactly. Like literally everything that could have gone wrong this week went wrong. And I'm just glad to have made it to Friday and be drinking a Miller Lite right now. <laughs> it's been a very it's been a very up and down type of week for me. But overall, you know, I have the memory of a squirrel. So like <laughs> stuff that happened a couple of days ago, like I'll stew on it in the moment for about 30 minutes and then I'm out. The brain just shuts off after yeah, that. There so. you go. There you go. I don't like a lot of times when you ask me like how your how's your week been, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have to like think for a second and be like, <laughs> how actually has my week been? What did I do this week? Literally, what did I do that was like fucking interesting yeah. this week? Yeah. Normally, it's nothing. But what? hey, hey. <laughs> um, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Let's see here. I'm going through my notes. Today's episode here. Before we get into our sports dump. Uh, I would like to give a quick shout out to my boy Skyler out in California. Uh, talk to him this week, and he's just dying to get on the pod. So you're going to be on. Trust me. You're yeah. working on that. Um, and then let me see the other thing here: springing forward our clocks this weekend. Just throw out. Figured I'd give out that PSA. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I never know what these mean. Okay, so spring forward. Spring forward. So. The clock jumps ahead an hour, which means we lose, like, time goes forward without us experiencing that time. All right. So, like. Except for Arizona, those fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> damn you. Damn you, Arizona. You son of a bitch. Not, not doing that. Fuck yeah. You. Yeah. So, I just wanted to give that PSA there for uh, the listeners. It's coming up. So when you get one less hour of sleep this weekend, that's why. Dude, okay, so uh, maybe this is uh, – I, I, I don't know. So <laughs> words. <laughs> I don't know. What I was going to say is like I hate the people that are like like wake up on that day be like, man, I'm, I'm just really tired. It's like, dude, no, you're fucking not. You just <laughs> use this as a reason to complain. Like, shut up. Yeah, I mean – I like getting the hour back in the fall, but I, th- I we're going back into my favorite time now where it's like getting light out later and good, okay, good see, things are that's, that's my other end of that argument where people like when it's spring forward and they're like, oh man, I'm so tired. If When it's like the fall and you lose an hour, none of those motherfuckers are waking up being like, man, I am well rested. This was <laughs> awesome. I'm great to lose it. I'm great to gain another hour. Nobody says that. Yeah. You're not Everybody wrong. when it's fall back is just like, oh well, I woke up a little bit earlier. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to spark a discussion. I just thought I was <laughs> rambling on there. But hey, well, I'll you take know, it. you know, Arizona's on my shit list. I'll so. take it. I'll take it. All right. With that being said, sports dump. We're talking sports. We're talking Friday. We're talking whatever you want to talk about. Okay. So do you? I just want to ask you a question. Do you have any baseball that you want to talk about? Um, just 
the news that broke this week, the White Sox will be allowing 20 to 25% capacity in the stadium this year. Big time. time. Did you not see that? No, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So excited for that. Cannot wait to be back at a baseball game. At this point, I honestly don't even really care who's playing. I'm just excited to be back watching live sports, but uh, can't wait to be at a White Sox game this summer. Well, did you also see that the Texas Rangers are allowing 100% capacity? Dude, Texas, I think Mississippi. Texas doesn't give a fuck. That's what I'm saying, dude. Down there, they're just like, yeah, this is done. We're done with this. (laughs) Doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so this is, this is, we'll just very, I just have a quick question for you. And you don't even have to answer that. And it's kind of a dumb thought, but it pertains to the whole like coronavirus thing and everything. So, like, with everybody getting vaccinated, like, when is it just okay to go about our daily lives? Beats me. Because it's like, it's like, you can't, like, nobody's going to be like, hey, let me see your, like, vaccination card. <laughs> or, like, whatever. It's like, how do you, like, how do we, like, mandate it? I couldn't tell you. That's something. I've been, I've been thinking about that since the, like, vaccine came out to be like, and everyone's like, oh, I got vaccinated today. Like, what in your life changed because you got vaccinated today? <laughs> Nothing. Like you still got to wear a mask. You still got to do everything else. Like nothing is going to fucking change. Right. I saw a graph the other day that it was like we, the United States has the highest like vaccination thing by like 40 million people. It's like, dude, but guess what? You still got to wear a mask everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, when is it, when, what's the like cutoff where it's like, okay, now we don't have to wear a mask. Couldn't tell you. It's above my pay grade. I don't know. That's I've been I've been thinking about this for legitimately since the vaccine came out, so like two months. <laughs> um, I, so I got one other thing related to baseball, but it's it's a listener suggestion. So I don't know if we, we want to save that till the end and get through sports, or if you want me to just jump into it right now. Let's jump into it. All right. So as I mentioned last week, um, one of my best friends, Lewis. Shout out to Lewis. Uh, gave me this suggestion when um, he was when. Well, I don't remember what it was talking about. Oh, about using the metal bats in baseball. That whole conversation that we were having. I think this is such a good suggestion, and I cannot wait to get your thoughts on this. This one was one that kept me up a couple nights this week just thinking about it. Um, The rule in Major League Baseball should be that for one at-bat in a game, you can have a player use a metal bat. So, like, imagine it's, like, the ninth inning tie game, and they're, like, boom, they're pulling out the metal bat card. And you go up there, and, like, that pl- that player at the plate has got a lot of pressure because he's either going to crank run or he's going to le- let his team down by blowing the metal bat card on something that doesn't result in either a base hit or points on the board. I think that's a great idea. I don't hate it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was trying. I was honestly like, as you were describing that, I was trying to find like a hole to poke and do it, but I kind of like it. That's what I'm saying, dude. I was up multiple nights this week thinking about that. Cause then at the same time, then it's like, then it's like when like Andy Reed like misuses his timeouts. Right. It's like, are you going to misuse the metal back card? Right. You could blow it early in the game. If you go down, you know, early on third inning, you got to pull out the metal bat card. Then you got to go the whole rest of the game without well, the metal. Not bat. even that, but like, what happens when it's like two outs, but the bases are loaded and you're like, Hey, you got your, like, you got your three hole hitter coming up. Like, what are you doing here? That's what I'm saying. Do you bring out the metal bat? Do you not? Or what if it was just like smallest guy on your team gets a metal bat? No, no, no. See, I like the fact that you get to pick who gets to use it and when they get to use it. 
I think that just adds in an extra layer of strategy and excitement. Like I'd be pumped for the metal bat to come out. <laughs> Sorry if you heard the the fire truck in the background that was going by. I don't know if you heard that or uh, not. I don't think I I, I didn't hear right it. by the apartment. But yeah, <laughs> oh, I kind of I like that idea. I do too. I do too. I'm a big fan of it. So. Or just let one guy use steroids. I'm still in on steroids <laughs> well, in Major League Baseball. Lewis's other suggestion was to get rid of the DH and, al- and have pitchers use the metal bat every time, which I was not as in on. No, yeah. no. But the first one, you get, get rid one- of pitchers batting. Yeah. Dude, let me, let me see a bunch of just like, like, uh, fi- let me see a bunch of Prince Fielders out there. <laughs> like, let me just see some dude that's like 260 and just, absolutely fucking pimps home runs every time like let me see a strikeout or a home run i don't want this guy hitting doubles i don't want him hitting singles i just want this guy hitting absolute nukes into like left and right field yeah yeah so just thought i'd get your thoughts on those i was so excited to hear that (laughs) i like that i like the idea of the metal bat yep yep okay uh is that all the baseball you got that's all i got Okay, I got a little bit of basketball, and then I, we're going to move into football afterwards. Let's go. Okay, so uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to Notre Dame for winning their first game on a buzzer beater and then subsequently getting their doors blown off the next game by <laughs> UNC. Absolute <laughs> fucking annihilation by UNC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you happen to catch the call of that buzzer beater by the great Jack Nolan? I did not. It was a legendary. Got it. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine, dude. That's got. It's got to be. He might as well put that one in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, straight into the Hall of Fame. But um, yeah, uh, the game against North Carolina was just a complete dominance. Like that was tough. So I woke up in the middle of the night and checked my phone that night, mm-hmm. and I saw the score. And, like, I had to, like, rub my eyes multiple times to, like, see if I was, like, reading the correct score. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. And then I was just like, Jesus, what happened? Um, well, so North Carolina has a seven foot one freshman who just dominated the boards. The, uh, the, the rebounding totals in that game was, like, four to one in favor of North Carolina. Like, they just got every second chance, everything. I don't – okay, so maybe he is a freshman, but I want to say he's a sophomore. I think he's a red shirt sophomore. Armando Bacon. No. Baycock. No. He dominated us. W- Walker – Walker or something. Ke- well, Keller the Walker other guy, Armando like Bacon, because I got the update, and literally it said, like, Baycott puts up big numbers against Notre Dame, 20 points, 14 rebounds. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about this tall – lanky white kid that just i swear sucked in every rebound that came his way walker what was his name walker something oh hold up walker kessler yeah he only had 12 rebounds yeah armando bacon armando had armando had more points and rebounds than him Hey man, I'm just saying he looked like the kid that hit puberty in, in grade school basketball where he just like puts his arms up and everyone else is jumping and he's like, yeah, I got it. Classic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So a little quick shot to them. I use playing right now, but they, who fucking cares? I fucking sucks. Hey, go, go fucking fire Archie Miller, whatever. Also, uh, Duke, out of the ACC tournament. Yeah. Suck it. 
Now you want, let's go a little weird Wednesday on you right here. Did coach K make their walk on get COVID so that he had a reason that their team didn't make the NCAA tournament? Absolutely. A thousand percent. I'm just connecting dots right now. Yeah. uh, This is going to be a 30 for 30 in like 20 years. The greatest coach K escape from a bad season. (laughs) Hey, he brought it because it was you. So did you hear the full report? It was a walk on who got COVID. I didn't hear that part. I just heard that because of the COVID, they had to shut down the entire rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a walk-on. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind that Coach K was like, you better go out to every bar and just start licking the floor. Oh, yeah. Like, I want you to get COVID tonight. Yep, yep. He was like, you better test positive or else you're not coming. You're not a walk-on anymore (laughs) next season. It It was probably like a freshman. He was like, you want to secure your spot on the team for the next three years? Like, go get COVID. So I got a reason that – us, we didn't make the, the don't tournament. don't quote me on it, but I believe it snaps a twenty four year streak of Duke making Good. the tournament. Fuck Duke and fuck Coach K. <laughs> so yeah, I'm fully convinced that that was Coach K podcast baby. That was definitely planned. Coach K did not want to have that blemish on his resume, and now he has a quote unquote escape as to He's why. Got out. Yep. yep. We could have won the ACC tournament and still made in. Yep. No, you couldn't. Fuck you, Coach Gay. <laughs> uh, do you have any other basketball to talk about? Um, let's see here. Nope. No? No. All right, we'll move into football then. First little thing to touch back. Kyle Long coming back out of retirement. Not going to come back to the Bears. Very sad. Uh, basically was like, yeah, I love Chicago, but fuck everybody in the ownership, which I agree with. Yep. I don't blame him at all. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. It sucks that he's not going to play for the Bears, but like, can't blame. Yeah, him. I don't blame him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he literally in an interview, I, I believe it was Redline Radio, was like, "Yeah, I would like love to come back there," but he was like, "I'm not playing." He literally said, "Like, I'm not playing for that ownership again." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that fucking sucks. If that doesn't speak volumes. I don't know what does. Did you see the guy that wrote uh, a handwritten note to the McCaskies to sell? And the team, and then the McCaskies sent him a handwritten note back that said no, basically. <laughs> no, I did not see that. It was really funny. Uh, it was on Twitter, and it was really funny. All right. So, well, do you have more Bears talk or just football talk? Uh, yes, I do have more Bears talk. Okay. I'll let you get into that before I give my point. Okay. Allen Robinson, coming back for another year. Franchise Thank tag. Thank the fucking Lord. Yep. About yep. goddamn time that we signed him, even though it's a year deal trade for fucking russell wilson i'm waiting for that to get dropped dude i'm well, waiting for the russell wilson the russell wilson to the bears like the, the notification on my phone like let's go okay so that was the point that i was going to bring up supposedly the bears are making a almost all-in push to get him i'm wait. i'm i'm legitimately like waiting for that like espn notification to pop up uh, yeah dude i don't know what would happen that'd be insane Dude, it, like, honest to God, like, as long as we don't give up, actually, fuck it, dude. They're, like, basically Khalil Mack, and that's it. Like, that's really the only, like, person where I'm, like, if we gave him up, I'd be like, eh, you know? Yeah. Or Akeem Hicks. If we give one of those two people up, I'm going to be kind of, like, mixed feelings about it. But, like, other than that, we could give up legitimately anybody, and I'd be like, you know what? Fine. Fuck well, it. just just for personal preference, no like factual backups here. I wouldn't want to give up Eddie Jackson. I really like him. 
and I would rather him he on the team. Had a very badly year last year. I know, but I just like him. I do too, Eddie. Always. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I'm fine with giving up basically anybody else. Okay. Well, so well, Darnell Mooney. I want to keep Darnell Mooney. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you there. So we'll just got we gotta wait. Sit back. See if they can work any magic. But uh, I'm not getting my hopes. Great, Anthony high. Miller. I fucking hate Anthony Miller. <laughs> That dude talks so much shit to every defensive back and drops every fucking ball that comes near him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm fine if you're if you're talking shit and catching everything. Like, Allen Robinson should be the one talking shit. Right. You got to be able to back it up. Exactly. Anthony Miller does not have it. Nope. So, get him out of here. Uh, what was that? Wait. Shoot. I was going to say something else. I don't know. Fuck it. Still staying on football, though. Uh, big news. Big news out of central Indiana, central southern Indiana, baby. The man, the myth, the goddamn motherfucking legend, Tom Allen, signs a seven-year extension. Yes. Let's go. So, Build that man a goddamn statue already. <laughs> so Build just, it. Just to let you know, that was the first note that I had for today's episode. All capital letters was just Tom Allen. Leo, baby. Love <laughs> each other. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Are you spending the big bag on him? And I want to be honest. I thought he was going to go somewhere else because I, did I didn't think IU was going to spend as much money as they did. Did you see the the average annual increase in his salary? Um, did he got? R- remind me of it. So off the salary he was making this year, for the next seven years, they increased his annual salary by $5 million a year. So whatever he's making plus five mil. That ain't bad. Which, I mean, they spend the big bag on him right there. So when, as they should. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So I am fine with this. I thought that IU wasn't going to spend the bag. I thought he was going to go somewhere else that people, cause I thought he was going to get, I thought he was going to get the bag thrown at him from other schools. Mm-hmm. Me too. And so I'm glad that it wasn't even near the end of his contract that he had. And IU was like, yeah, like, fuck it. Like we got something like really good going here. Let's continue this. So I am, I am absolutely pumped. Yep. Have him back. Yep. And he came out and was talking about Michael Penix and said that Michael Penix should be ready for the season opener. So like, let's fucking ride baby. That's big time. Great. Hoosiers are coming for the big 10. Great news. Hoosiers are coming for the big 10. I'll take it. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) We're transitioning off of basketball school As, as crazy as that is to say, we're becoming a football school. Okay, so remember that point right that right there. Um, I'm going to bring it back up in dumb thoughts. I got a question to ask you about that. Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, just to, just to wrap it up, Tom Allen. I've said this before. I'll take a bullet for you. I absolutely <laughs> love you, and I am not even on your team, but I'm a supporter. Oh so yeah. So keep doing what you're doing. You're an absolute fucking legend. Yes, sir. You're going to have a statue built outside IU Stadium. Without a doubt, by the end of your tenure here, let's go. It's 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 Indiana football time. Let's baby. go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, that's too funny. All right. Fuck Archie Miller. <laughs> what else? What else you got? I think that's. I think that's about all the uh, the the sports I got to talk about. I have some like sports to bring up, but it's more in my. In the third segment, that I'll bring it up. Okay, uh, can you give us a real quick, real quick rundown ETSU football this weekend? Yeah, we got Furman. Uh, 
I don't know about Furman. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> We've played one game. Our our second game got canceled. We had a bye week the second week, which sucked, and then the next game got canceled. Um, who who are we supposed to play? Let me look this up real quick just to make sure, because I might add them to my shit list, whoever we were supposed to play. Uh, I think I know, but I'm not going to say it because I'm going to sound dumb if it's not. Who do, who, wait, who do you think it was? Wofford? Yes, that's okay. who it was. Okay. They're on my shit list. <laughs> they, they canceled that game, and they should have had to forfeit. So the reason that they canceled was their D-line. Two kids got COVID, mm-hmm. three kids opted out, and three kids got injured. That ain't my problem, dude. Yeah. That's that on ain't them. my problem. That's on them. That's not us, and it's not COVID. You had two kids go out with COVID. That's right. it. Fucking next man up, dude. Yeah, I'm with Sorry. you. Sorry. I'm with you. Sorry. Hey. You should have to forfeit that game. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh, maybe we can replay it. Nope. We got a shortened season, dude. We got eight games. We're in the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you, Like, you got to figure it out, dude. That's all. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. All right. Um, so we still have about eight minutes left in this segment, and I'm going to bring up what I was going to bring up as a dumb thought right now because it is sports-related. And uh, I asked this question to my dad, aunt, and uncle, who I was watching the Notre Dame game with last night, and I'd just like to get your opinion on it. Um, who do you? What school or schools do you think falls into the category of being good at what I'm going to consider the two main college sports of basketball and football. Cause like, I feel like schools are Not either many. right. Schools are either a football school or a basketball school or, or neither, but there's not ever a time where like, I feel like you don't have like a high ranked football program and a high ranked basketball program. Florida state. Uh, okay. That was my pick. That's who I said. That was the one school that came to mind for me. I got, Three others that were suggested to me. I think North Carolina is getting there. Potentially. Yeah, get, that's why I said getting there. Yeah. They're not there yet, but I think their football program is picking it up. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly just racking my brain for like SEC. Or like ACC, sorry. Yeah. Miami. Uh, but Miami's football program is so hit or miss. So is their basketball team. Yeah, so they just got to get on a schedule where they're both hitting at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I want to say it was, like, last year or two years ago that both their teams were, like, very good. Yeah. So I'll let you know. The ones that were uh, submitted to me. Iowa. Oh. What's up? Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, I could get behind both of those. I'm a big 10, damn near. I could get behind both of those. As much as I hate to say it. No. Okay. Not really. So here's here's my take on Michigan, and I know it's just such a biased take, but you can't be a football school if you have a Jordan sponsorship. Uh, okay. So like, I disagree with that, um, because like DeAndre Hopkins is a Jordan athlete, and you can't argue with that. Uh, but I will argue with just the fact that you can't be a football school if you never win a big game. So. <laughs> True, true. Uh, so the ones that were suggested to me, as I've been saying, Clemson, their basketball program is like eh. – Clemson basketball is not good. Not good enough to be considered in this debate. Uh, okay, the other one, Texas. 
Again, I feel like that's like Miami. Both of them got to be hitting at the same time. Yeah. And then Texas football, not back. Everybody knows that. <laughs> and then uh, Ohio State. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll live with Ohio State. Yeah. Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma's that's, basketball that's a, team's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. I could do that one. West Virginia. Again, hit or miss. There's, there's never. I feel like there's almost never a school that has top of the line each. Like you can have a top of the line and a middle of the pack, but you're never gonna get to top of the line both. Yeah, that's just too much riches at one one place. Alabama was kind of there with like Colin Sexton mm-hmm. when he was at Alabama, mm-hmm. but that obviously that was like for one year. Yeah, LSU maybe when like Shaq was there. I don't know how good they were. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what their football program was like back yeah. then. Yeah. So Ben Simmons, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, we're going to take our first break here, grab some Miller Lite refills, and we will be back with a top five draft and our Did You Know segment right after the break. That was clean, dude. That was clean. Boom. Back for segment two here. Shed some light. Michael and Jack coming to you. And uh, segment two on Friday, you know what that means. Top five draft, followed by Did You Knows. This week's draft topic fitting for this time of year, as Sunday is Selection Sunday. We will be drafting our top five uh, memories or March Madness moments. Lots of M's there. M's and M's and M's. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So this week, I've got the first pick. And I'm glad that I do because there is one that stands out above the rest for me. One for sentimental reasons and one because it was just a great memory. And I'd like to get your take on this one. So my number one pick is, um, I don't remember the year, but the Mario Chalmers in Kansas buzzer beater. Against uh, Memphis. Against Memphis, yep. Um, And the reason why, well, one, that was just a great game and a great shot that sent him into overtime. But two, that was also the first time ever that I correctly picked the NCAA tournament winner champion, you know, when Kansas won that year. And I picked Kansas in my bracket challenge type thing. And I felt so, so cool. I, I agree. Looking back on it, I think I was rooting for Kansas, but I wish I would have been rooting for Memphis because D Rose. I know. I know. So, you know. <laughs> But at the time, it was sweet. It was sick. Yeah. So that was clearing away my number one pick. Although it wasn't a buzzer beater to win. It was a buzzer beater to send them into overtime. Yes. And then they won. So then I will now one-up you. (laughs) Probably the best buzzer beater I will ever see. And I'm going Villanova. Villanova versus UNC. I remember watching that on the beach in Florida, on a beachside bar type of restaurant in Florida, and watching that game live. I mean, now that is what every kid dreams of. Oh, like, no. Coming up. Chris, uh, what was his name? I want to say it was Chris Davis, but I don't know for sure. I, I think you're right because all I had – so that was going to be my number three pick. In, it was uh, Ryan Archie Diakono. I, I was going to say the the pass from Archie Diakono where it was just like that little shovel pass and then he just kind of tailed off and knew that it was good. That was such yep. a sick such a it sick was, shot. Hey, you want to know something crazy? If you, I guarantee you, if you play that side by side with Notre Dame's game winner that they had in the ACC tournament, it's almost identical. Yeah, probably. 
that pass Almost from identical. Cormac Ryan. It was the same thing. Yeah. It was just a little boom right I'm there. But I mean, like that is literally there. There is like no better feeling than that. Yeah. Imagine, like, imagine that feeling being like, I fucking hit the game winner to win the NCAA tournament. Yeah, that's it's the be greatest sick. feeling of all time. Definitely. Definitely. And that's how that's how I kind of uh, I remember a lot of my picks. My picks maybe weren't as like uh, like sentimental to me. It's like the moments that like really stuck out in my head. Yep, yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, I like that pick there. Good one. Uh, my number two pick is <laughs> more based on the name, but also just again great moment. Um, I picked Kansas winning in the first one. My second pick is Kansas losing, and that would be 2010 with my main man, Ali Farouk Manesh in Northern Let's Iowa. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, Ali Farouk Manesh has the biggest fucking nuts of all time. I don't know if you remember the play that he had. What was that? Northern Northern Iowa? Yeah, Northern team? Iowa. Purple and he, gold. Dude, he – there was a play. I want to stay there up. They're maybe up two with like 40 seconds left. And, you know, obviously Kansas is pressing. Mm-hmm. He, I, I shit you not, you can look this up because this is the biggest Stones play of all time. Get to the cross half court. There is 20 seconds on the shot clock, 30 seconds left in the game. This motherfucker pulls up from three and just buries it. He said, what's up, baby? You want me to run the clock down to 10 seconds? Don't fucking think so. I'm icing the game right now. Shout out to Ali Farouk Manesh. Not, not only was he a baller, but he had one of the best names in basketball history. It, that is that is a name whenever it's like, what's some like random college player that you remember? Ali Farouk Manesh. Absolutely. Every single time. In Iowa. Every single Absolute time. legend. <laughs> the purple and gold unis. legend. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's a couple other names. Uh, and I, I don't think this is big enough for you to pick and I, it's, I'm not going to pick it. So I'm just going to say it, uh, when middle Tennessee state upset Michigan state, like a couple of years ago, middle Tennessee, couple of great names, Giddy Potts and Reggie Upshaw. Oh Dude, yeah. Let me tell you, Giddy <laughs> Potts, what up baby? That's a sick name. Uh, another one, another name, not a moment again, just rattling through the brain here. Uh, you remember Kevin Pitsnoggle? Back in the From day, Pittsburgh. Yep, yep. That was a how good about, one. How about how about a little Eric Demendorf? Oh Eric yes, <laughs> from Syracuse. How about that one? <laughs> do you know what we should do? Is top five and <laughs> top five college basketball player names? <laughs> just, just rattle off some just, throwbacks. These are random people who have stuck in our head for the oh, last yeah. ten years. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we could do it. Yeah, okay, I like fun. the pick, dude. Ollie Farouk Manesh, absolute fucking legend. Absolute I wonder what he's legend. doing nowadays. You know what? You you give me your pick, and I'll do some research back here and see what I can find. Okay, so I said that uh, I said that my with my first pick, uh, picking Villanova, the game winner in the NCAA tournament. Uh, that, that's probably the best like game winner I'll ever see. Yeah, with. Everything included, the moment, everything like that, I agree. I think my next pick is actually the best game winner I will I have ever seen. Okay. And so we talked about this and we when we were talking about this, it didn't have to just be in the NCAA tournament. It could be in like a conference tournament. Yep. So I'm going with the game winner, the shot, the move, and the call all in one 
I'm going Kemba Walker's game winner against Pittsburgh in the Big East tournament. That was one of, if not the cleanest game winners of all time. The step back broke the dude's ankles. Oh yeah. And then hits the game winner to win the Big East tournament. And they hit him with the cardiac Kemba (laughs) call. That's like one of those things where it's like, how do you come up with that in the moment? Like that's such a clean, like just you, you, that's a gut feeling right there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Bang, cardiac Kemba done. <laughs> like, yeah, I got, I've got to feel so bad for that guy. Cause it was like a pick and roll and the big guy switched onto him. And that man got his absolute ankles broke on a step back by Kemba Walker to win the big East tournament. And then I'm pretty sure that team went on to win the NCAA tournament that year too. I think so. I think they did. Yeah. So I mean that, that, that step back, like I remember it came up on my Twitter feed a couple of days ago about like, it was like, whatever it was like eight years ago today, this happened or whatever. And I was like, dude, that still gives me like, and I don't even like UConn or like Kemba Walker really that much, but it's just like, it's just the cleanest game winner of all time. Right. Right. All right. So a real quick background on Ali Farouk Manesh here. So he played four seasons of pro ball over in Europe. Hell yeah. He He then, uh, he came back to the U S and was a graduate assistant at Nebraska and then ended up taking over as the director of player relations and development there. Okay. He moved on to be on the Drake basketball coaching staff, uh, and now is an assistant coach at Colorado State. Hell yeah, Mr. Farouk Manesh. Living the dream, baby. Coach Farouk Manesh. <laughs> so, Legend. There you go. There you go. Now you know what he's doing. All right, let me see here. What's my number three pick? Oh, okay, okay. My number three pick. Um, I had to look up the team that this was on because I only remembered the coach and player, but I got it now. 2015, Georgia State. Oh, uh, yeah, the dad and the son. Yep, the dad was the coach. The son hit the— son played for the Celtics, and then the guy fell out of the chair when he hit the game winner. Yep, so dad fell out of his chair, uh, tore or— like had severe leg and Achilles damage from falling out of his chair and then had to wheel around on one of those like half leg peg things for the rest of the tournament or sit in a chair for his coaching. And he was just like a very animated type guy and his, his gestures and stuff on the sideline cracked me up. So that came in as my number three pick. What was the kid's name? Wasn't it like RJ something? Uh, I didn't write down their names. I just had Georgia State. I want to say it's like I want to say it's like RJ, RJ something, RJ Hunter. God, I'm fucking good, dude. I know I'm right. Let's see here. Let's see. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. He played for the Boston Celtics too. RJ Hunter. RJ Hunter. Let's go. Let's I'm go. Fucking, I knew it, dude. <laughs> Give me some random basketball facts, and I got you. Great pick. Great pick you. right there. Yeah, RJ Hunter, Coach Hunter. I mean, dude, that'd be insane yes, because dude. it was awesome when dad coached us back in the day. Imagine your dad coaching you in college and, like, getting to share that it's moment. It's got to be a lot, dude. Oh, I know. I know. Dude, uh, who was it? Coach Calipari's son? That was the, the walk-on at uh, Kentucky. Yeah. And he's got the tattoo that says, earn, not given. And it's like, dude, I don't know, man. It was definitely fucking given to you. That's the biggest <laughs> lie I've ever heard. <laughs> um, I like the pick, though. I like it. All right. All right. Um, okay, three. so for my number three pick, okay, I'm going to go with, like, dude, like, back in the day, I just loved everything about this whole team. 
Okay. Uh, and their whole mantra about them in the NCAA tournament and everything that they did. So I'm going to pick uh, Dunk City. I'm going Florida Gulf Coast when they made oh, their run in the NCAA yeah. <laughs> Absolutely electric, dude. They were so fun to watch. I don't really remember any player on their team, but I remember being like, oh, dude, like FGCU's on right now. I wanted to go to FGCU just because of that tournament alone. I know. I remember that. I remember that. And they've got they a were, sick campus. They were fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. They were they were sick. Yeah. Big time. Big time. All right. That's I like that pick. City. I like that pick. And it's very fitting for you. That was an appropriate pick for you. So I like that. Um, let's see here. My number four pick, a little bit more recent. I, I don't have the year on this one because I actually just thought of it. I'm calling an audible mid-draft here. Uh, UMBC upsetting Virginia. Oh, you motherfucker. Let's go. God, that was going to be my fourth pick. Let's go, man. I should have, I should have fucking, I was debating, I was going to pick them third, but then I was like, I literally said to myself, like, Michael's not going to fucking pick. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the one that's just tried and true to me. The first going with fucking fuck dude. I should have went with UMBC. The first ever 16 It was my sophomore year of college. Okay. So like 2017, 2018, maybe somewhere around there. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Dude, now I didn't, I didn't have a fucking backup. Fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't have a backup. <laughs> I got a couple backups if you need one. No, no. Because I was like, I literally, like like I said, like I had my whole five laid out. And like my five pick, I have to save for my five pick. Okay. So I can't use it as my four. So I need to think of another one that I'm going with. Why why can't you bump it up to four? Because, dude, it's like it's the cherry on top. It's the, you know, tie the present together. Like, dude, fuck you. This is going to be such a perfect draft if I would have got UMBC <laughs> upsetting Virginia. So Let's I was going to go into the whole thing about how I hated Virginia basketball. And they're the most boring team to fucking watch ever. Yeah. And they just sucked the whole time. What? And it was just like, you. it was just a defensive battle. Uh, remind me of their, their point guard's name. Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy. Yeah. I liked him. Mr. Mr. Indiana. I liked him. Yeah. He was Mr. Basketball yep. in Indiana. Yeah. I can't believe you went to fucking Virginia, dude. Oh God. Dude. Ah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> You're just stalling to think of something. I really am. And I fucking can't think of anything. I like there's, there's part of me that wants to go with like Notre Dame, something Notre Dame where it's like the, the fucking, who's it? Tipping by like Zach August or whatever against like Rex Zane Fluger. Or, Rex Fluger's tipping. Yeah, Rex Fluger or whatever. And then, or like the Pat Hunton block on Butler. Oh. But I, I don't know if that's like a big enough moment for me because, like, as much as it was, it wasn't like, like both of those games, I was like, man, we should be winning by more. So, my, I have an, an honorable mention Notre Dame pick, and it's only honorable mention because I don't think it happened during the March Madness tournament. So, I'll just give it out now. Uh, give you a little more time to think. Um, remember Jerry and Grant's dunk on Florida State, where like I know it's fictionalized in my head, but it like, wasn't Florida State. I'm pretty sure it was when he, when he did when he like dunked and like ran up the dude's chest. Basically, yeah. yeah. I want to say that was like Wake Forest. Okay, maybe Wake Forest. Whoever it was, yeah. Jerry and Grant ran up the dude's chest, and I swear, like in my mind, like his waist was at the rim. Like dude, <laughs> he was just like at one. I want to say at one point that the rim was at mid stomach. It was insane. 
I want to say the exact title on YouTube, if you want to look it up, is Jerry and Grant's uh, Gravity Defying Dunk. Yeah, that was... You look up the NBC or the, the Notre Dame basketball or whatever. That was ridiculous. Okay, fuck. Oh. All right, fuck it. You know what? I'll say it. I'm going to go with a little hometown, and it would just because they were fun to watch, I'm going with Loyola's run to the Final Four. Oh. That's something you just don't see every day. Okay, that uh, that I'll, was. I'll take that as a, as a Chicago guy. I'll take the Loyola run to the Final Four. That was going to be either my five or six. Okay, and then they had who was the what was the nun? Sister Jean. Sister Jean? Yep. Yeah, dude. Shout out to them. Shout out to Loyola. Whenever you could see like a team that like just you know makes a uh, miraculous run, I'll take it any day of the week. Yeah, I got to see Sister Jean in person. That was pretty cool. You feel blessed? I, you know, the whole time I was there, I just felt like the angels were around me. What a lady. What a lady. <laughs> All right. Good pick. Good pick for your number four. Um, so that one crosses that off my list. Okay. My number five. Um, this one was just like. Didn't see that one coming, did you? You just, you just double crack? I just did. Hey, how you doing? Happy Friday. <laughs> how you doing? All right. My number five pick here was on the heartbreak side because I was rooting for this team very much so and they ended up losing. Uh, 2010, Grayson Allen's missed – or not Grayson Allen. Jesus. Um, what the was, other white guy. <laughs> what? That was, was something. <laughs> you just mixed up white guys. Well, you did because you were going Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's missed buzzer beater you on Butler. just mixed up white guys. In 2010. I did research – earlier in the week and for some reason i wrote grayson allen butler and i was like uh nope that that's wrong gordon hayward's I, missed buzzer beater. The, the worst part about that was like the sports science that was released afterwards it was like if the ball would have landed two centimeters to the right it would have went in it's right like, i didn't need to know that yeah dude. yeah so that just sucks but i agree that was a oh that was a wild game yeah yeah Butler had that 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 short black point guard number three. Yeah, I forget his name, but he was a baller, dude. That man got so many buckets; it was unreal. He hit a game winner against somebody at Hinkle Fieldhouse. I remember watching it on TV. Electric. I forget his name though. Um, that was, was that your was that your five pick? Shelvin Mack. Yes, dude. Was he number three? One or number five? He was number one. Yeah. I thought he was number three, too. Dude, I swear to God he was number three. I thought so, too. Number three was Zach Hahn. I swear to God he was three. Yeah. But shout out to Sheldon Mack, your baller in college, dude. Yep. I don't know. Again, I don't know what you're doing now, but baller in college. <laughs> but yeah. That's what that's really should be the top five. Top five college ballers. Like people who just balled out in college and then like didn't do anything else. In the Dipped NBA. out after that. Yeah. 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 Dude, that. Yes, I like that one. So, yes, that was my number five pick. That was your number five? Yeah. All right. So, here's here's my cherry on top right here. Here's my here's my tying this off. Okay. So, as described to you, we're going March Madness moments, yep. correct? Yep. All right. So, I will take arguably the best moment uh, in March Madness that happens every single fucking year. I'm taking one shining moment. I'm taking the montage at the end of the tournament. I'm taking the song. I'm taking every fucking buzzer beater, every upset, every heartbreak, 
just the song in general, you know, you're, you're, you're training, you're ready for it. The one shining moment, you reach for the stars and it's game winner, game winner, NCAA tournament, heartbreak, dude, there's nothing better. Yeah. One shining moment, absolutely electric every single year. I cannot wait for it this year. It's just the best. You're not wrong there, and I appreciate that pick. It crossed my mind, and I thought that if I picked it, you were going to play the semantics card on me, which oh, is why no. I purposely left it off. No, I was I was hoping you weren't going to pick it. I was like, because I was like, I would have I would have allowed it too. I like it because I didn't. If I would have went like in game mark like March Madness basketball moments, yeah. then I would have been like, hey, we're playing the semantics game here. But, you know, <laughs> that's why you leave the door open, and I will also play the semantics game here, where it's I just said moments. There you go. Good call. Nothing, nothing was better like when we were kids and uh, we couldn't have a TV in our room. So like I'm talking like when we were like eight and uh, we would have to like lay in our parents' bed to be able to watch the end of like the NCAA championship game. And oh, yeah. you always stay up for the march. You always stay up for the one shining moment. Yep. You always, you always make that excuse. You're like, come on, like one shining I'm, moment. Time. I'm not going to bed now. I haven't that. seen one shining moment. I'm not missing that. <laughs> yep. That's good. That's good. Good draft. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, the only other one that I didn't get to other than that one that I was talking about with Jerry and Grant was, uh, what was it? 2007 ish VCU and Shaka smart. Oh yeah. I was going to go with anytime Wichita state made a run with Ron Baker, which was <laughs> at least seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ron Baker was there from 2012 to 2019. Ron Baker might still be at Wichita state. Uh, I'm going to just throw out another random name here. Jerry McNamara, uh, another oh, one of those yeah. type of guys who was just at Syracuse for, I swear, 10 years. I'm pretty sure he's an assistant coach there now. Wouldn't surprise me. I'm almost positive that he is. Yeah. Yeah. You got any so, honorable mentions? Anything? Uh, else? I forget who hit the – it was like a full-court shot against, I want to say Texas, some purple team. I don't know. But it was like a couple of years ago, and they hit a, a half-court buzzer beater to win. Yeah. March or Madness. who was it? Uh, I want to say it was Cincinnati and UConn in the like American East tournament a couple of years back or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say UConn or whatever went up three with 0.7 seconds left and Cincinnati hit a full court shot to tie it and then went <laughs> on to win it in overtime. That's electric right there. Baby. Big time. Big time. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But yeah, those are my those are my. There you go. Hopefully, hopefully got you in the mood for uh, March Madness coming up. Selection Sunday this weekend, big time uh, basketball. All I gotta say is I so March first, I sent a video to a couple of my buddies who are, you know, that we have like a big sports group chat going with. Mm -hmm. uh, best response I got, shout out to my buddy Sammy. All he said was just, "We sleep in May." <laughs> that's, that's when we sleep, baby. March and April, we're up. Yep, we're up watching sports. Yeah, and we can sleep in May. All right. Let's see here. We only got about eight minutes left of this segment here. We got to get through our did you knows. As we picked last week, this week's topic is firefighters. And Jack, you have the first question of the week. Okay. This is very, this is very specific. Uh-oh. The first ever fire company in Philadelphia. What was, what was their name? Oh, of course you would ask me that because I thought you were going to go with who founded it and I could have given you that answer. The name, um, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Fire Company. 
Uh, no. Incorrect. Okay. Would you like to know their name? Benjamin Franklin's fire bucket brigade. <laughs> bucket brigade. Yeah. Was it Benjamin Frank Franklin Bucket Brigade? Oh, <laughs> was the name of the first ever company. Uh, I thought that you were going with who started it, and I could have dropped Benjamin Franklin there, but I did not know the name. I almost did, and then I was like, "What? My, what, what? What would Michael not know?" And I was like, "The name." Dang it! Dang it! Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, mm, I'm between two here. I could play another name game for you. All right, I'm going to give you the easier one. I'm going to give you the easier one. Where was the first fire station located? In America? In the world. America? Nope. Germany? Nope. Japan? Nope. Mexico? Rome, Italy. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't guess that. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck them. Yep, so Rome had the first fire station. Not bad. Yeah. Any other honorable hey, I don't mentions? know why the fuck I didn't think about that. I know, you just put a little bit of thought into that. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't, I do not have actually any. I, the, the sweaty odd. The Benjamin Franklin Bucket Brigade. That was the second fact on the, the <laughs> website that I looked up. I was like, all right, that's good. Uh, two ones that I'd like to share real quick. Uh, across the United States, a fire department is responding to a fire call every 33 seconds. That just seems like a lot, dude. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's a lot. But I guess that doesn't mean an actual fire. Right, just a call. Yeah. Uh, and then the only other one was in the United States, the firefighter's helmet color normally denotes their rank. I thought they all just wore the same helmet, but different colors on the helmet signifies their rank in the. Uh, I, I guess I do have one that I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, I want to see if it was like, where is this? Uh, from 1603 until 1867, uh, Japanese firefighters oh, yeah. would wet themselves <laughs> so they would be less flammable. Yep, oh, that was kind of funny. All right, um, all right, you ready to pick a new topic? Let's let's pick next week's. All right, we got hotels, monkeys, dogs, seashells, Buddhism, cycling, dancing, pipes, books, and giraffes. Okay, I'd like to submit hotels. Okay, I would like to submit giraffes. Okay, uh, let's make the last one Buddhism. All right, hotels, giraffes, and Buddhism. Hotels one, giraffes two, Buddhism three. The random number generator says hotels. Hotels, okay. We're talking hotels. All right, hotels. Putting that in the notes here. Did you know hotels coming up next week? Fitting as we're getting into the Boom. warmer months, travel season, COVID vaccines. Hopefully, people can be getting out and about. Numbers stuff. <laughs> All right, we're going to take one more break here, grab some Miller Lite refills, and we'll be back to wrap up this Friday show with some dumb thoughts and random stories. We will catch you then. Damn, that was just clean. Crisp. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Coming back on segment three here, shed some light. We are wrapping up today's show with our dumb thoughts and random stories. I only have a couple to get through this week. And then Jack uh, supposedly has a lot, so I'm very excited to hear about all those. 
Whew, let me see here. Um, my first dumb thought... Okay, I, my first one is a question. And this was a, a listener submission here. And I'd like to get your opinion on it because I have an answer and I'd just like to hear yours. So say, you know, you're used to living with people right? Whether it's your family, roommates, a significant other, whatever the case may be. And that said person and or group of people leaves your house, apartment, wherever you may be. Do you still close the door when you go to the bathroom and shower? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Just because it's, it's just not a habit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I it also I mean it also depends on on where. Like if I have if I have a shower that's in my room then like I'll close it and if I close the door to my room and then I can leave the shower door open. You'll close the door to your room. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. I feel So that. like for example, in college I lived in a house with four other guys besides me. Right. And my senior year, I had a bathroom in my room. Yeah, yeah. So I'll shut the door to my room and keep the door to my bathroom open. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And it's not even like it's not even like one of those things where it's like I'm doing it because like I'm scared of you know or like it's just like I don't want you know I'm like you know uh, I don't want to see anybody I want the smell go anywhere else or whatever type of thing it's just like it's just natural habit to like when i go to the bathroom i close my door yeah yeah i feel that i will say though in the apartment that i have right now uh my bathroom is so small that the shower mat that i have unless i stand it up i can't close my door so a lot of the times now i just don't close my door so my my thought process here was uh if i'm going to the bathroom i'll keep the door open but if I'm showering, I would still shut it. And I don't know why. Anytime, anytime I'm taking a dump, I'm closing the door, regardless <laughs> of who's in the house. Fair enough. That's that's dead serious. Fair enough. But that's a, that's another thing where, like, also if I'm taking a taking a piss, and I live with roommates slash significant others slash whoever, I'll keep the door open. Oh yeah, it's like, it's like peeing in a urinal, dude. Like I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, just wanted to get your thought on that. So let let us know, listeners, if you got any thoughts on that one. Um, my second one here, this okay. So this might be my dumbest thought to date. And I'm like, I've been hesitant to share this for like a couple weeks now, but I'm at the point where I'm ready to share it. It's interesting to me that like, you know how back in the day we had like regular definition TV, and now we yeah. have high definition TV. And it's like, how the heck could you ever, anyone ever have watched regular definition TV? It's interesting to me that like when you listen to older songs, there's no um, real difference in audio quality. Like, why don't we have HD audio quality now? I think there is, but I think it's I think it's different. I think you're you're gauging the scale differently. I think you're talking like if you talk about like playing a record is like standard def mm. yeah. of music. But that was that. Yeah. I mean like there are certain songs, like I feel like if you go back to like the fifties maybe or forties, then you like hit a, you, that's where like the, the 
gap is, I guess you could say. But like, if you go back even like to like the seventies or eighties and then listen to today's music, you can't really tell the difference. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just something that I thought of. I was like, uh, well, why don't we have HD music or has, has audio recording hit its peak? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you're right. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> that was. I was. I've been so hesitant to share that. I've been sitting on that one for like three weeks now. I can't believe you've been sitting on that, dude. I've said way dumber things on this podcast. Ah, uh, I thought I was going to get roasted for that one. I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> I'm All dumb, right. dude. My my last dumb thought is another one where, again, we are the ideas guys, not the execution guys, and I'd like to get your opinion on this one. Retractable fences. All right. All so right I'm let, listening. Let me explain here. Let me explain. I'm listening. So I like the privacy and security that a fence offers, right? But – I don't like the obstruction of view that it gives as well. It's a double-edged sword right there. So if I had enough money, say I was living on a big piece of property or something, I would install a fence or even at my house, whatever the case may be, I would install a fence that sinks down into the ground during the day so that I got a bunch of open space. And then at night, if I felt like I needed a little more protection, a little more security, a little more peace of mind, the fence pops up from the ground, and bang, it's in place. I'm going to be honest with you. When you said retractable fence, I thought one that like rolled up like a fucking – I mean – Just I, went whoosh. I guess it, it could do that too, but I'm saying it comes straight out, up, out of the ground, and then back down into the ground when you didn't want it there. I feel like – well, see, the, the, the thing that you kind of like contradicted yourself on was like you said big piece of property. Anybody that has a big piece of property doesn't really need a fence. Well, if you got animals or if you want to keep people off your property. Yeah, but then it doesn't obstruct your view. Yeah, I don't know. Because then you get, then you get like a waist-high fence. Either way, I'm just saying I think it would be cool to have that. And I, I think wonder, fences that obstruct your view are when you live like with neighbors that are like on top of you. Yeah, that's I think the only time that a fence is acceptable. I'm I'm pretty much out on fences unless you have unless you're in a very crowded area where, like you were saying, the neighbors. I'm out on, on fences unless you have a dickhead neighbor. Then I want to build a fence, <laughs> and I want to get petty with it. And see, that's where retractable fences gives you the option of both. Nah, dude. When you got a petty neighbor, dude, you're in. You're in for the war. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how how possible that would be or what it would take to construct, but a fence that comes straight up out of the ground when you want it and then sinks back in when you don't want it, that's my idea. That's something. Boom. I like it. That's I like all it. I got. That's all I got. Okay. So you talked about you being like, oh, I don't know if I want to talk about this being a real dumb thought. I mean, like, why is there no, you know, high definition audio? You want to hear my first dumb thought? <laughs> yeah. You said you stewed on that for about three weeks. Yeah. It's been about four days I've been sitting on this one. I don't understand distances, and I'll tell you why. So, <laughs> what are you laughing at, you <laughs> motherfucker? Yeah, listen. Okay, I'll tell you why. So, at ETSU. Uh, the football weight room is in the corner of the 
this like mini dome that there's a track that the track team practices on. Okay. So there's one girl on the track team that runs long distance. And I swear to God, I see her running out like just around campus, like three times a day, like a lot, like an absurd amount of times I will see her running around campus. Okay. And you could tell me that this girl runs 20 miles a day. And I'd believe you. You could also tell me that this girl runs three miles a day. And I'd also believe you because I don't fucking understand distances. <laughs> what, what? What's there not to understand? I don't, Dude, I don't know. There are times where like I'll drive to some place and be like, I don't know. That was right down the road. And then I'll run to that same place and be like, man, I feel like I ran three miles. Okay, so I I think that in order to make this make a little bit more sense, I think what you don't understand is distances when they like add up. No, in no, total. just distances, just distances. I just don't get distances. Well, to me, what I'm what I'm picking up from what you're putting down here is like twenty miles. If you went twenty miles down the road just in a straight line, you would understand that distance. But if you were on a track running 20 miles, then it doesn't really make sense because you're not technically covering any ground. No, I just don't think I get it in general. I think distances are a lot like ages where like you could tell me somebody runs like, but a lot bigger in the, the gap where like, you're like somebody could run like five miles and you could be like, yeah, they just ran 11. I mean, that makes sense. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, I can't like, help I see, you with that one. It basically started with this girl. I've seen her running so much that I was like, I thought to myself, like, man, I wonder how much she runs a day. And then it got to the point where I was like, if someone told me that she ran like 15 miles a day, I'd be like, you know what? I would probably believe that. But then if also someone was like, nah, you just like catch her at a bad time, she only runs like four miles a day, I'd be like, well, I don't know, that kind of makes sense too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand distances. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't help you out there. Exactly. You're talking about dumb thoughts about why there's no high-definition audio. I don't understand just basic fucking distance. (laughs) It's a tough life that I'm living over here. Yeah, really. I got nothing on that. (laughs) All right. um, That was my one dumb thought. All right, I got another one. Okay. So the other day. I'm driving to I'm driving to work and mm-hmm. there's two stoplights at work uh, on my way to work that are I'm not even kidding you within 50 feet of each other. Are you sure like, about that I'm distance? Not, probably not, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm gauging it off, you know, football and stuff. Okay. So I was I was guessing about like 20 yards, 20 a little bit less than 20 yards from each other. Okay. So 50 feet and so the reason that they're so close is because there are the perpendicular streets. Look at me using big words big right word. there. You Whoa. know what I'm saying? Hey. They're both one way, right? Okay. So the other day, I I go straight through both of the lights. I don't I don't turn on either of the one way streets. Okay. To go to work, there was a guy that was to the right of me on the first stoplight, which is a right turn only lane. Okay. Right? Yep. To go on to the one-way street goes right. Yep. Then the next street only goes left. So 
the light turns green, I go. I go straight. I go through the first light and the second light because they both kind of turn green at the same time. Yep. The guy to the right of me not only does not turn right on the first street, he then proceeds to cut both lanes and turn left on the second street. Hey, okay. And my thought to myself was, how fucking dumb do you have to be to not only be like, I'm supposed to turn right on the street and then be like, ah, shit, no, I'm not supposed to turn right. I'm actually supposed to turn the opposite direction on the next street up. <laughs> so that, how do you fuck up directions at bad? That guy was using the MapQuest printable directions from back in the day as Dude, opposed to the GPS. Even, even then, even then, even if he was using that, it would have said, it would have said, Turn left on blank street. And he was in the right hand turn lane, dude. dude. I swear if I was like growing up and had to get around back when you had to print out map quest directions, I would have been lost guaranteed 80% of the time I was taking a trip. I 100% agree. But if it would have told me to turn left, I guarantee you I wouldn't have been <laughs> in the fucking right hand turn lane. I'll tell you that right now. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that because I was I watched him cut over two lanes in my rearview mirrors and I was like, "How fucking wrong do you have to do with the directions <laughs> to be like I'm supposed to turn right here? Oh, just kidding! I'm supposed to turn left in fifty. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Like, you couldn't have been more wrong. That's tough. I was just I was just sitting there being like, "There's no way this. What is this guy doing? I've never I've never seen that in my entire life. Being like, I'm supposed to go the opposite direction in fifty feet. Yeah, yeah." All right. So now I have a question for you. Okay. And I thought about this the other day and let me explain it because it, it, at the, at the base of this question, it sounds pretty stupid, but at the same time, I thought about this and I debated it with myself. Okay. If you shake someone's hand and your hand is like kind of wet, is it weirder to say you just went to the bathroom or not to say anything at all? Because, like, if you say you went to the bathroom, right, then they're like, dude, is this guy got, like, pee hands real quick? Or, like, but if you don't say anything, you're like, they're like, why the fuck is this guy's hands wet right now, dude? <laughs> I think, um... I want to also disclaimer, I didn't shake anybody's hand. I didn't, This didn't happen to me. <laughs> but it almost did. Because, like, I went to the bathroom before I had to meet somebody, and I had to, like... I didn't dry my hands fully with the like paper towel. So I had to wipe them off on my, like the inside of my sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, that would have been really weird if I shook that guy's hand. And then like, I had to explain why my hands were wet. I think it depends on the situation, but in general, I would lean that it is weirder to say that you just came from the bathroom. Dude, I was almost thinking the other thing. I was almost saying nothing at all. Like if you just shake someone's hand and your hand is like, more noticeable it's not like because like when you shake someone's hand and their hand is clammy like you know like it's just a little like they're like sweating a little bit they're kind of nervous their palms are sweaty yeah but if you shake someone's hand after they wash their hands and it's like legitimately <laughs> wet and like they don't say anything it's like dude, well, what the fuck man like why are your hands like actually wet right i mean now? okay that's a whole different story because that just means you didn't even attempt to dry your hands in the bathroom what the heck you doing in there no 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 because like like I said, like when your hands are clammy, it's the palms and like of your hands, you know? Right. But when your hands are wet, like there's a little bit on like the backside that's wet. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, I guess, yeah, but who the heck's touching the backside of your hand when you're going in for you're a You're shaking hands, dude. You get a little bit of like the – yeah, you get a little bit of like the back of your – like the bottom of your uh, – I don't know. I don't know. If your hand is excessively wet, then I think you need to say, hey, I just came from the bathroom. But if it's just but a little it's like, bit wet – Then it's like do you have pee hands. No, because I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you washed your hands. Depends on the person I'm meeting. <laughs> I mean – I guess, but I don't know the person. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting thought. I was just thinking about that the <laughs> other day, just sitting there. Also, okay, so uh, last thing, I got someone to add to my shit list. Something to add to my shit list. Ooh, me uh, too. And I, me too. I talked to you about this the other day. Okay. Uh, I am adding the dimensions of a softball field onto my shit list. It's fucking bullshit, dude. I, I was I was watching ETSU softball game the other day, and first of all, sixty dude. Okay, so it's sixty feet instead of ninety to the bag. Right. They hit a single out in the right field, and when they rounded first base, they were already halfway to second. <laughs> like you could have just fucking all the way went. I swear to God. Yeah. Also, I know you. I I legitimately looked up the rules to this. I know you can't steal until a ball is out of the out of the pitcher's hand. Mm-hmm. I think I could be like Ricky Henderson and steal every single base. <laughs> I swear to God. The, the bases are five steps away from each other. Yeah. I could crawl to one base from the other. <laughs> also, the the outfield fence. I thought a ball was a pop-up. That thing went like 10 feet over the fence in left field. That's bullshit, dude. Come on, man. Like, back <laughs> it up a little bit. I like, got it. It's just like, it's just like, dude, like, I watched, I watched, um, who was the App State that they were playing, Appalachian State, I watched them bunt four times in a row and score a run. Right? That's ridiculous, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Fucking make the bases a little bit bigger. <laughs> what are we, playing on the t-ball field? Right. That would, the, the dimensions of that field were legitimately what I played in coach pitch. Like, come on. I have no rebuttal there. And, and I, I mean <laughs> – absolutely no disrespect to anybody that plays softball because i know it's actually like like if you break it down science wise it's harder to hit a softball than it is a baseball because of like actually that distance and like the speed and everything like that but like dude come on like 220 feet to center it's legitimately what i played in coach pitch <laughs> yeah when i yeah. was when i was 10 years old like figure it out move the fences back a little bit <laughs> Yeah, I like I said, I got no rebuttal there. I don't even know. <laughs> also, they call the designated uh, hitter a designated player. Fuck you. Oh, come on. That's dumb. I don't like that. Yeah, fuck you. I don't like that. Is hitter an offensive term? <laughs> All right. In the 2021 when we can't say designated hitter anymore. So real quick, can I uh, – I, I got things, I guess, to add to my shit list. All right. Um. In general, TV networks that make you pay extra for things that you shouldn't have to pay extra for, and specific examples would be either like the Marquee Network for the Cubs or the ACC Network for Notre Dame basketball. So dumb. I hate that. Why are you worried about the Cubs, dude? Well, I'm not worried about the Cubs, but I'm just – I'm giving another example there. Like if I want to watch Notre Dame basketball, I should not have to pay an extra like whatever the price is per year to just get that channel on TV. I think you should be more mad at Notre Dame. 
Uh, well, I am. I'm. It stemmed from Notre Dame. It, it started off with the ACC network, but I was just giving another example. Like I couldn't imagine being a Cubs fan and having to pay an extra however many hundreds of dollars a year just to watch your team on TV. Like, I actually next- don't think that's a thing anymore. I think they signed a deal with Xfinity. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay, well, see, that's what the ACC network needs to do. Because like I've said in the past here, I've watched maybe three Notre Dame basketball games this year because I'm not willing to pay for the ACC network. And teams, I think that the I think that the ACC network basically needs to do what the Marquee Network did. Teams teams who think they're good enough to have their own network or channel like that can just eat dicks. That's terrible. Michael fired up about the channels. Let's go, <laughs> baby. It yes. pisses me off, dude. I want to watch my team, and I don't want to have to pay extra for it. It shouldn't be that hard. He said, "Fire Michael up." <laughs> channels on the TV. It shouldn't yes. be that hard. Jeez, man. That's, I think that might be the most passionate I've seen Michael get about anything in a while. And that was about channels, about teams that he can watch. If I want to watch my team, I should be able to watch them. That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Amen to that, brother. <laughs> all right. Well, you got anything else? Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say, fuck it. Uh, the App State softball pitcher. Uh, her change up that she threw or like off speed, I no doubt could fucking take that thing yard, dude. There's no doubt in my mind that thing floated in like Henry Rowan Gardner when he lost his ability to pitch, dude. I could absolutely hit that nuke any day of the week. I'd sit on that off. Her fastball, I probably couldn't hit. I'll hand up. Her, her change up, that thing floated, dude. I could absolutely take that thing. Her the fence is two twenty to center. I could take that three ninety to right field. <laughs> I could take that across the street and onto the baseball field. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Jeez, come on. No, now. I know. Come Dude, on now. I would float that thing. I would I would backdrop like Yohan Moncada on the way back. Yeet, and I trot around the bases. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I would. I I know for a fact. Oh boy. All right. Well, (laughs) I think we're going to wrap it up there. (laughs) We've had enough. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Shed Some Light on this Friday here. If you made it this far, give us that five-star rating and review. Check out the description down below. It's got links to all of our social media. It's also got the link to leave us a voicemail. If you got anything to discuss or that you'd like for us to discuss, we'd gladly appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great weekend. If you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, enjoy it. Be safe. That should be our next question. Do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? If it's on a Wednesday, do you celebrate it before or after? That was in my dumb thoughts, but I already got your opinion on it, so I didn't even ask it. There's a correct answer to this, and I want to hear everyone's answer. (laughs) I'm celebrating it before. If you're celebrating it after, more power to you. (laughs) We will catch you on Monday for our regularly scheduled episode. Have a great weekend. And in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.